All right, everybody, much love for joining part one. This is going to be part two. We got cut off, but this is going to be part two of the Bronx Nuts interview. Uh, much love for everybody tapping in, man, and supporting this. You can find this content as well on 3speak.tv at Bronknuts or at Cowboys Legend 27. All one word, all lowercase, Cowboys with the Z. All right, you guys, much love. Let's get started. Here we go. Tune in next time. All right, the podcast is actually over now, so... Uh... Yeah, man, much love for that. The podcast runs for exactly an hour there. So <laughs> much love for coming through on that, man. I really appreciate it. Um, so go ahead. Yeah, like that's what it is, though, right? Like on every platform, like you said earlier, any social platform, you're going to end up with some enemies no matter what. You're going to end up with some people that are doing or might not even be helping the community. So I get it. You know, I get it. And now that I'm spending more time in the community, I really do get like I, I'm watching, you know, people post. I see I see some people like uh, I don't know what his name is. Taskmaster, I think something like that. Four, six, five. Yeah. I see he's got like a couple channels. He, he'll do like an L.E. version of, of what, something else. But he's always creating different content, which is cool. But I yeah. see how he's kind of bouncing it back and forth a little bit. So he's able to to vote for himself and. And build himself up a little bit more But I see that people are supporting it As long as it's original content And it's not being flooded too much You know Just have original content I mean you can't just post some crap posts over there And hope that people are just going to make You know everybody's going to vote for it It's like anything man you got to work for it right And if you're willing to put in a little bit of work And and here's what I say If you're going to put work in If you're going to do the work, if you're going to give up your precious time, because to me, time is really one of the most valuable things that I have, right? I mean, everybody always needs more time. So if you're going to give a lot of your time that you can't get back, shouldn't you be giving it to a blockchain that you know can never get taken away from you? Or should you be giving it to Sundar Pichai, Google, and YouTube that can take away everything from you? Like that, and then and, and, shit you can do about it. And and it just happened to me, so I understand a hundred percent what you're saying, you know. And they don't, you know, they'll they'll take it away without even really reviewing the content. You know what I mean? Or really doing. And it's and it's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And and you're right. Like sticking around on on platforms like YouTube are only going to create one thing, and that's being part of the problem. You know what I mean? So, right. As soon as this uh, live streaming goes up on Three Speak, I'll be on Three Speak full time. We're gonna utilize this uh, live streaming platform to reach everybody for right now. But it's just unfortunate, man, that censorship has brought us to this point, and um, the ability to to move, to, you know, the the draining. I, I look at YouTube as like Dracula now. They're sucking the lives out of people. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they really, really are. And it's a shame what's going on because, you know, um, the freedom of speech is very important. You know, when I hear people say, you know, well, well, Trump got, you know, people that that hate Trump, you know, got banned off of Twitter and all social media. And I'm like, look, you can hate Trump if you want to. I mean, I happen to like him, but you can hate him if you want to. I mean, it's okay. You can wish him dead if you want to. That's your right. I I respect that. You cannot vote for him. I also respect that. But what you shouldn't be okay with 
You shouldn't be okay with censorship, whether it's Donald Trump or Bronx nuts. You shouldn't be okay with that because and I'm not. That's, that's it's not okay. That affects all of us, right? And when you censor a sitting president, then it's easy to censor anyone. And if you don't have that right to free speech, then you're one step closer to communism and totalitarianism and control. So what you know liberals have done is that they have so much hatred for Donald Trump that they were willing to give up one of our precious rights just to get him out of there. And that's unfortunate. And that's unfortunate because that's the wrong way to think. Hate hate Donald Trump or Republicans or or uh, politics all you want, but be for the Constitution. That's all I'm saying. Be for the Constitution. Don't be against the Constitution because that Constitution protects all of us. And a lot of people have lost sight with the what the Constitution really is and what it means, you know. And there's all these amendments and everything else stacked on top of it that we have such a clouded vision. But not me, man. Like I, I understand and see very, very much. And that's why I, I really buy into this this notion right here. I think this is fair. I think this is the most fair thing that I've been a part of. You know what I mean? And and I'm I'm kicking myself in, in the ass because I'm actually, you know, four years behind you. You know, I'm four years late to the party. And, you know, I just I see the opportunity right here. I'm passionate about it. I want everybody to, to also see this opportunity. I want people to grow with us, you know, not to benefit us, but to see what's going on before it's too late. And you don't have a chance or an opportunity to get in on something like this, because Brognut told me something that resonates still with me right now. This is free gold sitting on the ground. Why ain't you picking it up? Right. I'm thinking about I mean, if you walk into the grocery store and you see a penny on the on the pavement, do you pick it up? I always pick it up. A hundred percent. It's free money. Free money. I'll never walk over the top of a penny. I don't care if I'm a billionaire, I will pick the penny up. Picking that up. And if there's free gold sitting on the ground, y'all, why y'all walking over it? Why do you continue to stay on these platforms and walk over it? If well, I'm not create- only that, but there's nothing that says, I mean, look, there's a couple of things that I know I won't be wrong on. One is I've told everybody that Bitcoin's going to an astronomical number and it's still going to happen. I will not be wrong. Um, so it's still a great buy. Bitcoin is a fantastic buy right now. Um, so that's one thing I won't be wrong on. The other thing I will not be wrong on is Theta, which that's a whole nother show and a whole nother conversation that we'll get into yeah, that one. But yeah. just real quick, did you see that yesterday they got their fifth patent? Wow. Blockchains do not get patents. This data has five patents. It is going to be the backbone of the internet in the future. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be wrong on Theta. No, no, um, I don't. I don't think so either. You look into Theta, and you look at the partnerships. You look at the way uh, people like the creators of YouTube are talking about it being the future, and them having the fucking futuristic looks that they once had. Yeah, it makes fucking a hundred percent sense. And for people that don't do their research because they don't believe in crypto because of what they're seeing on the news. Hey, y'all, the feds announced that they're making a fed coin. Wake up. Yeah. Crypto is not going anywhere. Nowhere. It's going nowhere and people are resisting it. And, you know, I told people four years ago, I said, the sooner that you get over resisting 
the fact that blockchain's going nowhere, crypto's going nowhere, and you're going to be forced to use both of them in the future, whether you like it or not. So you might as well get out in front of the herd right now. You might as well get out in front of the herd. Exactly. We'll take a couple questions if you want to pop a couple more down, and then we'll head on now. Uh, the buddy, my buddy, man, wants to know: Did you hear about the global tax? And if so, I know, what do you think about it? I know very little about it, but I have heard about it. I mean, look, I think uh, every president, going all the way back to George W. Senior, and even before him, spoke about a new world order, right? A a one world government, a one world currency. Um, and I and I think that that's uh, um, probably where it's all headed and that would make sense of a global tax i don't know who's gonna win here whether it's good whether it's evil whether it's the globalists the nationalists i have no idea what's going to happen in this world and anybody who tells you they do i mean they're full of crap nobody has a crystal ball but um you know there's not a lot of things that you know we can do to make a major difference The only thing you can do is do your little piece. And what my little piece is, is that I have made a commitment to say, I'm not giving YouTube any more free content. I'm not going to give Twitter any more free content. I deleted my Facebook account in 2010. I only deal with blockchain now. And I try to keep my money um, mostly in, you know, gold or silver. I don't want to keep a whole lot of cash because I don't want to feed the beast. I don't want to be part of the problem. I want to do my little piece of being part of the solution. And if we had enough people with that line of thinking, we could literally take these these suckers down no problem. But we don't have enough line of thinking like that. We don't have enough people who are committed to saying this is it. I'm putting my foot down because they're still going to log on to YouTube and you know try to build their you know, fuse up so they can make a little bit of money. And the fact is, is that you're making more on your little posts with no viewers on yep. three speak than they are on theirs. Yeah. And, and that's unfortunate, man. That's why I keep trying to tell them, you know, everyone's like, Oh, I can't get monetized. I don't have a thousand. I don't have a thousand subscribers. Well, you know what? On three speak and hive, you don't have to have any subscribers or any followers to create and, and make rewards. That's the well, fact. And then once you actually build something, you have something that is valuable versus, okay, you spend all of these years, you build up your YouTube channel to where now you're finally making some money and then YouTube changes all the rules or gets, you know, caught up in this lawsuit and now it all just crumbles and goes down the drain on you, all the hard work that you had. And and there's no way to fight it because no they, get, they run the show. Yeah, they run the show over there. It's disgusting. It really is, man. I'm relieved, and I hope everybody on Three Speaking Hive that sees this, because we'll be uploading this over there. If you want to upload this on your channel too, you're more than welcome, bro. Okay, cool. But yeah, man, I hope everybody that sees this fucking takes something from this and continues to build on Three Speaking Hive and slowly start to leave YouTube because I think it's a it's a dead platform i keep trying to tell people it was built you know in 2005 or 2006 and you know it's not gonna get better you know it's an ancient technology and there's things that are gonna take over and the blockchain technology is what it is well and here's the here's the biggest dagger in the heart that youtube has coming that makes me such a believer in theta and the theta blockchain and theta.tv 
is that the world has a big problem and the problem is bandwidth. Yep. Bandwidth is expensive. Matter of fact, you've been hearing the president talk about that um, this lately. Um, Biden and Kamala have been talking about, um, you know, there's a lot of people who don't have internet or don't have strong internet or can't get connected or it's too expensive. And the bandwidth is what's really going to hold YouTube back because every, you know, company and Google is certainly a massive company has investors and these investors want returns on their investment like any investor does. And the first thing they're going to look at when they have their board meetings is where are our biggest costs and can we cut back on those costs a little bit and increase our profit margin and YouTube's largest cost is bandwidth to host all of these videos and the bandwidth to, um, uh, you know, to be able to host all this video and when you have a platform like Theta and T Fuel that um, you know just came up there in your comments section, it yeah. solves that problem. And so now they're going to be able to deliver the video content so much cheaper and so much more distributed and accessible from people all over the world for cheap that I just don't think YouTube under its current model is going to be able to compete in the future. I don't think they're going to make it. I don't think it's built. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, the current model. So what's the next thing? Create their own blockchain? I mean, well, that's... You, you could, but that'd be difficult. Or you can just now host your videos on the Theta network. And if that happens, then YouTube is going to have to pay half Theta fuel. And, and that's why, a lot of it, which is going to shoot the price up. So. And, that's, and that's why co-creators are now working with... Yeah. Yeah. That's why I invested in it when it was thirty cents because I mean I understand bandwidth. It's a big. It's a big issue. Oh, and by the way, what PlayStation, Samsung, NASA, Sony, I mean, Sony? Come on, Lionsgate, <laughs> Yeah, I seen. I seen that. Like World Poker Tour. Yeah, World Poker Tour. Like y'all don't know what the future is. Get the fuck out of here, man. And and those that are gonna be behind are gonna stay behind. You know, that's why I think it's so important to feed the information. You know, it's never financial information, anything we do, but man, bring the information to the people and let them decide for themselves on what to do. You know, yeah. do you want to give it away for free or, or you want to be a part of something that's that's going to grow and be huge? And I believe in Theta as well. I believe in Theta TV. Um, I moved, you watched, I moved most of my, about half of my portfolio over to Theta, you know? So... You know, I just want to keep rolling. I want to keep going and going and see what's going to happen from here. I appreciate you know, there's a lot everything. of people that are always complaining, you know, woe is me. I could never catch a break or I could never this. You have to do something now to change your future, right? Because the future, your path, your bank account, your wealth is not going to change all by itself. There's no magic pixie dust. The world doesn't owe you a living, right? So you have to make decisions take calculated risks now that can pay off in the future because by the time everybody knows about it all the big money is made that's right so you have to be involved in something early which also means it's a little risky i mean you don't think it was risky who the people first people who were buying shares of microsoft and bill gates's garage of course it was risky but if you just don't handle them and you still got them you're a, a multi-billionaire Exactly. I mean, so, 
one thing Elon Musk said is you got to be prepared to fail. You know, you got to go in and be prepared to fail a hundred million times before you can be successful, you know. And if you're going to quit after failing one or two times, it's, it's, it's not the thing for you. Go go uh, get you a nine to five and build your empire that way. Well, I mean, you can say the same thing about people on YouTube. They come over. It's not easy. The very adventure. This is confusing and this is complicated. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Blockchain ain't for you. Stay your ass on YouTube and just circle in the friggin' drain. Because sooner or later, you're going to have to come over to a blockchain, whether it's Hive or Theta or something else. You're going to have to do it. And when you do, you're going to be at the back of the bread line. Not only at the back of the bread line, you may have made some enemies that are now on three speak and have some power. <laughs> right. And now they can actually do something about it. Because right now, all somebody can do is talk shit. Yeah. But when you actually have some high power, you can make people's lives miserable if you want to. Miserable. I mean, they won't be able to create content on that network. And if that network happened to be the next YouTube, forget about it. You know. I mean, look, there's people bigger than me who have zeroed out some of my posts because they don't like me. They can make my life miserable. I mean, it works both ways. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like. <laughs> it works both ways. And I'm willing to accept it. Like, I love everything there is about Hive. I've brought a lot of people over here and helped them set up new accounts. I made a lot of videos in the past teaching people how to use it. Um, I have lots of my friends use it. And we actually, you know, do a lot of things on Hive back and forth with each other. And I just think it's a great blockchain. It works flawlessly. I've never had a single problem with this blockchain in all of the years I've been involved. I mean, it just works like a top. I mean, it's perfect. And, you know, it's getting better every day. And there's always ways to improve it by writing new code into the you know, into the code itself, into the blockchain, but nobody can decide to do that. That has to be done by the witnesses that we vote for. And out of those witnesses, there's 21 of them, 17 have to form a consensus to make it happen. So it's not like a few little people, you know, can say, well, screw you guys, we want to do this. I mean, it's got me a majority. This is a true democracy. This is where your vote actually counts and it matters and there's no trickery there's no fake votes there's no fake voting machines there's none of that's even possible on a blockchain so i mean to me i think blockchains take over the presidential elections in the united states someday because it's the only way we can calculate on time on the spot no fuckery going on and everybody's happy and everybody feels like their vote actually got counted Exactly. So our and and that's that's a big question. Like people were like, "What? How is?" See, I think when we do one of these segments, it'll probably be a couple hours of how blockchain actually works and how how it could be trusted to the point where yes, uh, everything is to the digital point. Everybody's on their phones or on a computer. Or basically, a phone is a computer in your hand. You know, so everybody's going to be able to have access to voting by virtually having a phone. And if your phone is registered through the blockchain, you can't duplicate that. You cannot duplicate a uh, uh, second the set of credentials for yourself. It's it's too smart. It's going to notice it. It's going to notice two votes from one fucking person. It's going to notice any fraudulent activity, you know? Right. And, and that's exactly what we need because people right now aren't confident that their vote got counted or their vote mattered. I mean, you hear people say all the time, I don't vote. It doesn't matter anyway. Well, what if it did actually matter? And what if we could prove that it mattered? And what if you could verify and double check not only that 
your vote mattered, but it got counted. Like, yeah. wouldn't that be awesome? And that you could see that information. Yes, and you could tell that nobody lied to you. But no, we have to rely on what? Governments to give information to the media and then them to give us that information? Right, and that's what's beautiful about blockchain is because we can eliminate trust. You and I can do business together by setting up a smart contract and I don't have to trust you, LL. I don't have yep. to, I don't even have to like you to do business with you. Matter of fact, I can hate you and still do business with you over a blockchain because there's no way you can screw me. 16%. And there's no way I can fool you. Yeah, 16%. Business is business. Business and is business. Right. Everything's on the wood. Yeah, that's what I love about it, Ben. And, and people need to figure out what smart contracts are and, and who created them. You know, I've done a lot of research since me and you last talked, so I kind of, you know, figured out who um, Vitalik and, and, you know, why Cardano was created and why he left, you know, Hopkins. And, yep. and you know, he's out here with us. So I, I, I've kind of been researching a little bit on what's been going on. And, you know, I'm really kind of getting in tune with it. And I like it. You know, I don't like it, but I love it, man. And I see the future, the future in smart contracts. I, I already, cause, you know, we can both probably tell what Cardano is going to be doing in the very near future. So, you know, I think that that right there is the, it eliminates the banking system, y'all. For y'all that ain't really comprehending and understanding, it eliminates us from having to go to institutions and rely on them for trust within each other. Now we can trust each other in the community, eliminate the fucking... All, basically all the fucking banking institutions and not only institutions that are banking but you know monetary institutions that are going to be taking interest rates for that that trust basically yes. now it's yes. in a smart contract and nobody could fuck anybody over and there is no rates or fucking fees for bullshit you know or money that goes min missing or repo rates or manipulating the gold and silver market with you know, unallocated shares or um, paper uh, paper contracts and naked shorting. Like, none of that can Late happen. <laughs> Nothing can happen. And that's why blockchain is so powerful. And I believe it's going to change the world. There you go. There you go. And the first one that'll probably drop as well as Fargo, but it'll be a domino effect. Who's going to be able to survive when everybody's starting to depend on blockchain? And yeah, banks are going to survive for a little bit from the old heads who are not fucking really into it. But come on, how long are they going to be able to support each other for really until the people come together? Think did about you see it, what Wells Fargo did yesterday? No, I didn't. So, so Wells Fargo yesterday canceled all throughout the whole country, their whole bank. Everyone's revolving line of credit. That's bullshit. So anybody is... who had credit at their bank where they could just go and get a hundred thousand, twenty thousand, you know, whatever you've been approved for it, and not only have you taken the loan out before, you've taken it out, paid it back, taken it out, paid it back, taken it out, paid it back, done everything you're supposed to do, eliminating it across the board. Because the stats show right now that even though the Fed is telling us that there's no inflation, we all see it. The bag of chips is smaller and it's the same price, right? We all see the inflation in fuel and everything else. Except for now, people are loading up their credit cards and loading up everything just to be able to survive. So yep. there's all of this risky debt that's out there. And Wells Fargo said, hey, we don't want to be any a part of this because we see what's happening. So they eliminated all of the... Uh, 
all the consumer credit that they had approved out there. And that just goes to show you that everything that the Fed is telling us about the economy's booming is bullshit lie. Yep. Because <laughs> banks want to loan money because banks want to make money. That's right. And, and when the they... bank ain't willing to loan no money, that tells you exactly what's going on on the street. Exactly, man. I didn't even know that part. I didn't even know that, man. And I just see them. You know, they're one of the oldest fucking institutions out there. They have the fucking old coaches. They got, as a matter of fact, their picture is the old coach, right? Yeah. <laughs> the old fucking stagecoach back in the day. And people need to understand, like, where the money's at. You follow the money. Well, once they're having to stop, you know, they can't charge these ridiculous interest rates for these loans. And you're able to go, you know, through a blockchain and, and work through a smart contract where you don't need credit. You don't need fucking. Well, guess what? Now you're starting to you're you're basically building in this economy and it's how valuable that economy is going to be. And when economy I'm talking about, whether it's Hive or Theta or whatever, you know, Ethereum, Cardano, like people need to open up their eyes and figure out what the future is going to be, man. And, and I think that there's room for all of them to exist because they all have a purpose and things that they can do to make our world better. Just like, you know, in the first car, Henry Ford made that Model T. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, looks like we decided, I mean, we missed out on that. I mean, if we would have thought that way, you'd have never seen Chevy and Dodge and, you know, all the, all the other car companies that, you know, came and competed with all their different models so all of those cars were able to survive even though henry ford was first right so i think that there's a lots of blockchains that can really improve the future and if people just do a little study and get a little bit involved i think you can change your life in the future i mean right now no i mean you're not going to get rich overnight but i think this is definitely part of the future and i don't see bitcoin going anywhere matter of fact i'm fully expecting Bitcoin to go to six figures by the end of the year. Beautiful. Which, that's beautiful. Think about it, that's not that long from now. We're talking about four or five months. And I think we're going to see Bitcoin make that kind of a run. Wow. And, and really, we're about at that time where it's going to bounce one way or the other. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? We may see it sell off before it goes, but there's too many big players, too many big hedge funds, too much, uh, you know, companies like BlackRock and big players like Elon and and um, yeah, I mean, there's like big players, <laughs> Larry Ellison. I mean, you're talking about some of the richest people on the planet. And yeah. when they're involved in this and they're playing in this game, um, I just think that this it's something that you can't ignore. And what was going to end up happening, man, is all the people who are still got it on the back burner and doing nothing about changing their situation. When this next run happens, then they're going to realize that it's real and they're going to have to start getting involved. And now, I mean, let's say Bitcoin runs to 100,000 and you haven't been involved yet. I mean, right now you can get a tenth of a Bitcoin for 3,300 bucks. I mean, that's theft. I mean, think about it in these terms. There's 21 million Bitcoins that will ever be minted. Out of that 21 million, there's only going to be about 18 million because 4 million are lost from a long time ago in old wallets where people don't have the uh, the codes and the uh, private keys to get in. Matter of fact, they're making or trying to recruiting people for a reality TV show right now. If you've lost tons of money in the crypto market, we want to hear from you. They're going to make a TV show about this. And so there's only 18 million. 
Well, in the United States, I don't know how many people we have, but I'm going to guess right around 350 to 400 million people. So let's say 10% of those people, let's just say 30 million people are millionaires, which really isn't that much money anymore. I mean, there's a lot of people that can be millionaires. Um, so you have 30 million millionaires, yet there's only 18 million bitcoins. So there's not even enough bitcoin for every single millionaire just in the United States, let alone all of the other countries, which collectively probably have another 100 million millionaires. So let's say 130 million millionaires, or I'm sorry, 130,000 millionaires all around the world. There's That's a lot of, you know, 130 million millionaires. That's a lot of millionaires to split up 18 million coins. So oh, yeah. can you imagine even what point one is going to be worth? Point one Bitcoin is going to be worth a lot of money. So, I mean, you're going to look at when Bitcoin's at 100,000 and the world's, you know, you're finally just seeing that it's all going that way, going, gosh, I'd give anything. I'm, I'm begging for $33,000 Bitcoin right now so I can get a 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because because it's it, it literally is. It's, it's the value because of its worth, right? It's It's... So many companies take it, so it's so valuable in that in, in that right. It's such a huge. Well, it's valuable because it's scarce. It takes you know computing energy. Um, it takes hash rate power to create the value of Bitcoin. Just like it takes diesel fuel, manpower, big tractors, explosives to get gold out of the ground, which creates gold's value. Right. So Bitcoin mining is similar to gold mining. You know, when you first started out with gold, you could mine it with a pan and then you needed a sluice and then you needed a shovel and then you needed a bigger sluice box and then you needed some dynamite and then you needed massive tractors. And you got to dig way down just to find a little bit where you used to be able to, like you said, pick up the nuggets that was just laying around. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it was very easy to get the gold in the beginning, but now, you know, you have to have bigger, it's an arms race, right? You have to have bigger equipment, more powerful stuff to be able to find the gold. And Bitcoin works the same way that you have to have faster computers that can hash um, things faster because all these mining rigs essentially are. And I mean, look, anybody who's watching this, I'm not a miner. I do not understand the technical, technical, technical stuff of Bitcoin, but I understand the broad picture. Like I, I know what's going on and I know how the miners make money and what their machines do. And essentially what a mining rig is, is a computer that has one job. And that job is to descramble um, very complex math comp problems, math yep. algorithms at a extremely efficient rate. Yep. And that is, uh, that is essentially what mining is, but Bitcoin's difficulty, um, it continues to rise as more people mine, and the reward for the miners gets cut in half every four years. So if the difficulty keeps going up, then they have to have stronger, faster, bigger, badass computers than what they got right now, just yeah. like the miners in gold have to have bigger tractors to be able to compete. You ain't going to go out there and get a pan and find much gold, and you damn sure ain't going to find nuggets. Those are all gone. Hell yeah, they, they will. They've been either they're not gone, but down in the fucking earth. Right, these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers have been everywhere. You know, um, it's funny you say that. I was just watching a, a you. I'll send you a link to this guy. 
fucking goes and digs and he finds big old nuggets of fucking gold in like these sand beds of fucking like by volcanoes and shit. It's crazy, man. This fucking guy. Well, the earth's full of it if you know where to look. But yeah. there's also a time and an expense to be able to do that. Oh, and, yeah. you know, there's there's a lot of things that are involved in it. A lot of knowledge. And it's no different in mining Bitcoin. I mean, people say, I want to get into mining. I mean, unless you've got a half million dollars, you have no business even playing around in mining. Now, there are some things where you can do some mining. Like you can buy a helium miner, a little bobcat miner for around, I don't know, $700, somewhere in there. That you can probably mine 10 to 50 bucks a day worth of tokens from. Um, there are some tokens that are out there that are still worth mining, but the big stuff, I mean, forget about it. I mean, if you don't have the computing, the computing power and the bankroll and really the know-how, you're, you're playing a game that you cannot win. Yeah. Definitely. I was looking into mining, and you know I've got something that piques my interest, but we'll talk about that another day, man. Anything else for closing comments, brother? We'll wrap this one up? No, I don't think so. I think we had a good talk today. I mean, I think the, the, the takeaway from this is is really think about what the future of social media looks like. Does it look censored or uncensored? Does it look like you're going to get paid for your attention um, or controlled by big corporate bureaucrats? How? What can you do to make a change for the better of humanity and also for yourself? And that move is blockchain. And the sooner you quit resisting it and just make the first step, the better off you're going to be. And it's the same thing I said four years ago. And four years from now, I'll be still saying it. That's beautiful, man. Like, you know, I tell you all the time, but I'm going to tell you again, I appreciate you for all your time and all your knowledge, man. I it's not going unnoticed and I try to soak every word in like a sponge and hopefully document these now and, and putting them on several different platforms. We could change a couple lives, man. So well, this is how we do it. One person at a time, right? Because that's why it's actually called the hive. You know, the hive is strong. It is a strong, you know, like a beehive. That yeah. is where that that is the community. That is the tribe. And um, that's what makes Hive so powerful and so such a quality blockchain, in my opinion. Matter of fact, I'm thinking about even buying more. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. I'm going to keep, you know, posting every single day. I'm going to keep it funky and fresh over there. And and uh, everybody, you guys come over there, man. And not just to support us, but to create your own path. Carve out your own way. You know, if you want to reach out, I'll definitely support your channel. If you don't, I'll end up finding you anyway. So shout out to each and every single one of you guys, man. Rock Nuts, thank you once again. I appreciate you for your time. With Where can they find you at, brother? Um, well, the Hive Blockchain, I'm just Brock Nuts. I'm Brock Nuts everywhere you look. But, um, yeah, you would just go over there to the Hive Blog or on the Three Speak, and you can just search my name, and everything will be there. All right, cool. He's also on YouTube, I believe, and go check him out, you guys. A lot of knowledge coming from OG Brong Nuts. Thank you once again, brother. I appreciate you. That's my you time. For, that's my time for today. Much love for y'all. I'm Bell I'm coming at you. Till next time. Peace, love, and respect to everybody out there. Have a beautiful day, y'all. Cheers, man. Peace. And one more time, I want to just tell everybody, thank you for joining this podcast. Uh, Share it on any platform that you can. We're just getting started here, so 
Much love, everybody. If you want to reach us, you can catch us over at 3speak.tv, the number 3, then speak.tv, or, you know, search us out on other platforms. We're really trying to dial in for over there. And uh, Mr. LL's Crypto Talk for YouTube, for the live streaming, if you guys want to come check that out, you know, drop some comments, interact, ask some questions. We're going to try to get that going weekly on Saturday. So much love for your time, y'all. We'll see you on the next session. Cheers.